The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Folks, welcome to another nice little crossover episode. Uh, me and my buddy Moral Bob, who I've come to really enjoy talking with, man. We did a, a nice little hidden in plain sight, X Dangerous World. That's how the kids say crossed with for the weed. Um, yeah, this was a fun one, dude. Uh, as always, I enjoy talking with Bob. Gonna keep this intro very short and sweet. Uh, had a crazy weekend. My truck broke down uh, on my way to work, which sucked. Um, got to miss a day of work, I guess. I would have rather gone in and not have to dealt with the shit. But I um, think I got that fixed. But needless to say, I am very tired. And I have some Patreon content coming out for you lovely folks. Um, that'll It'll come out just uh, later on today. You know, when you're hearing this, probably on the 18th when it came out. Um, I'll be putting something out before I go to bed that night for sure. I'm actually looking into the software that will help perpetuate the great reset. Um, upon some other things, there's some really, really provocative new proof, quote unquote, of election fraud. Now, I, I have been very vocal about election fraud. I think that it's clear to anyone that has a objective way of thinking. But um, you, you also know that I do not just blindly support Trump. Would I prefer him in than Biden? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know if I say throughout this episode if I wouldn't want either one of them in, to be honest. Sometimes my mood changes. I think that we wouldn't be here in this position today if it wasn't for Trump. It seems like a bad thing to me right now. I heard, uh, I think it was Tim Pool say, who the hell said it? Uh, say Someone said something about... Uh, you know, Trump exposed the Uniparty, and that is one good thing about him, but it, it really pushed the right over to the left. And I know that this has been a thing for quite some time, but um, it seems like it's more militant now and maybe sped things up. Again, who's to say if it's good or bad? But I, I find it, uh, it interesting, you know, that I'm going to provide some proof of election fraud, alleged proof. This isn't me coming up with this shit. This is a website. Um, I'm not going to cite that here because I will cite that in the Patreon. But um, 21 signs, basically, of uh, of hardcore proof from different areas. The the five contested states. What is it? Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, so it, it is kind of funny that we're we're bashing on the cult of Trump while I'm also going to reiterate that, yes, the election was stolen. That's the complexities of the show. And if you don't follow it, I understand. Um, but it's definitely becoming more and more apparent. Um, and I think that it's being set up to actually overturn this election. But I think that it may be three and a half to four years after Joe Biden has already ran this country into the ground thoroughly with his whore of a vice president who will go unnamed. You don't talk about certain people when they're when once they've crossed a certain level of evil, you just better not mention their name anymore. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about some countries banning nicotine. And that is very interesting because um, it's shown some pretty promising signs of helping COVID, right? Helping ward off COVID. They're allowing cigarettes, but they're banning the vapes, the e-cigarettes, which you're getting a lot more nicotine. You're getting a lot less of the harmful shit, supposedly, with vapes. Um, and and just quite a few other things that I found here that are really interesting. I, I love looking at some of these weird kind of QAnon parallel sites, right? 4chan parallel sites. They're interesting. Um, some of the people throw around some really good theories, and I always double check anything that I'm going to report to you guys. Um, there's a ton of shit. There's this article that I'm in the middle of reading too that kind of exposes how we got here from the Civil War. And that is is another thing. I might tie that into the Patreon or might throw it before a... Uh, you know, Monday Night Master Debaters or something. I'm always researching all kinds of stuff, and I like to give the Patreon people uh, extra content. So with that being said, you know what to do if you want to support my work, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, Patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. Also, DangerousWorldStore.com. And, uh, you know, pay attention over the next couple weeks. I have some cool things coming out, um, partnering up with some great people and, and, and trying to do something just kind of fun. Uh, nothing too crazy, so don't get excited, um, please. But, you know, just fun, fun shit that, that I'm excited to show y'all and, uh, you know, hopefully get some other podcasts involved and we'll just have a good time. You know, it's uh, I think it's about just having fun at this point. Let's burn it down. You know what I mean? Um, what else? Yes, normally on Mondays um, when you're probably hearing this, I release the Monday Night Master Debaters a week later from The Great Deception, who hosts the show. Um I've been doing a lot of extra shit lately um, as far as the show goes. You know, we started the Conspiracy Break Room, which will air every Saturday. It's just me talking with another conspiratorial podcaster about nothing related to conspiracies, mostly about their upbringing, some of their background, and a little bit of food. We talk quite a bit about junk food and just being a, a overall trash bag, as most of us are. And I hope that most of you listening are as well. Um, I know that we all like to act like we uh, are trying to find our higher selves, but I don't think that's true. You know, I think that a lot of us are content just fucking having fun, eating a little junk food every now and then, maybe drinking too much, smoking too much, and just enjoying life. If you are about finding your higher self, hey, that's fine too. I got plenty of friends that pretend they're doing that. Um, Yeah, let's roll into this episode though, man. Bob is, like I said, great guy. Check out his show, Hidden in Plain Sight. Big flat earth dude, um, big truther. He is a uh, self-identified anarchist, and that's fine. I think that that's um, a term that is heavily misconstrued. So, um, yeah, I'm going to shut my dick hole, and uh, we're going to get right into this, guys. So uh, that sounded so weird. I'm tired. I don't know why I said dick hole. Usually I, when I tell Kim to shut up, I say shut your dick holster. 
Um, clearly, I'm not talking out of my dick hole, but I'm tired. This is delirious. I'm going to shut up before I incriminate myself. Uh, enjoy the show with Bob, guys. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hidden in the Dangerous World. Um, yeah, yeah. I came up with that right on the fly. I like Didn't... that. <laughs> Uh, this is a swap cast between myself, Moral Bob, and the one and only Ryan Dean of Dangerous World. Uh, Ryan, welcome. Thanks for coming, man. What, have I reached the one and only status? I like that. That's an honor to be called that by you, sir. Yeah, yeah, man. Come on. When people say Ryan Dean, they know you know who you're talking about. They know to drop their pants. Yeah. I like it, man. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, no, dude, I'm doing great, man. I, uh, you know, just looking into all kinds of different things and uh for some reason i keep getting sucked back into the political sphere so you know talking about this kind of stuff is is always fun i mean it's the way that the show started initially it was me bickering with a a liberal you know what i mean uh who you've come to enjoy so uh yeah man i mean i'm excited to talk about this and then like if you were to tell me two years ago when the show started that I was going to have this position now, I would have said, you're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't, I was a part of the cult that we're going to get into right now. And I, uh, I think that I successfully broke away and, um, you know, still have my, my integrity in some way, shape or form. I think you do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the last show I, I heard you talking about, uh, this particular orange creature, um, (laughs) <laughs> you i was like I, I found myself agreeing with you a lot like yeah all right ryan knows what's up and uh the reason our worlds continue to butt heads with the political world is mostly the the drops the one named q who has reared his ugly head yet again Once to confuse again. the masses and that's that's why i think it's a topic again all of a sudden you know but uh, Q has come out of out of hiding and made a drop. I don't know what the drop was. I just saw that he made a drop, and I was just like, "Oh shit, here we go again." Yeah, <laughs> dude, I didn't I didn't look into that stuff, man. I was never into Q, and you know, I actually have a question for you, and maybe this will kind of lead us into a few questions. Were you ever a Trump supporter at all? Uh, no, I mean, I was already an anarchist and knew that. Um, Elections didn't matter. Presidents were selected. You know, it was all bullshit before yeah. Trump even got in there. Um, but when he was running, I was cautiously optimistic. I was like, all right, he's a New York Democrat. Like maybe, maybe if there was a way to do anything with the system and we needed somebody that could do it, I see Trump kind of being the dude that could do it. I mean, he knows all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like he knows them. He's friends with them. He goes to all the same parties. He, you know, he, orders his children from the same people. Um, so, so, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I know that these, these sly disses are going to come in there and I appreciate that very much. <laughs> yeah. So, so he ran in all these circles and I was like, all right, you know, I was cautiously optimistic that at least it would expose the system to both sides. Sure. And I think it did. I think it did the opposite of that. I think it made both sides radicals. Like it it took regular minded, rational voters as much as you can be a rational slave. um, It took them and just instead of pushing a group of them 
into the corners, into radicalism. It shoved both groups, all of them collectively into radical sides. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's exactly what Trump was meant to do. He did exactly what he was meant to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And, and, you know, I'll kind of get into my whole relationship with the the uh, cult of MAGA, as I like to call it. But um, before that, I kind of wanted to bring up the idea. My big, big problem with libertarians (laughs) is is very straightforward. It's it's I think something that you might even agree with here. I think that libertarians by their nature are contrarians. I think that they want to I think that they almost want to be upset with the government, even if it was a perfect system, which there's no such thing. But even if it was like a libertarian ideological system, I think that libertarians would find something else to get upset about. I just find that in their nature with the with the ones that I talk with. And they're great people, just like I think that there's some great Democrats out there. They're far and few between, but there are some great Democrats out there. There's a lot of great Republicans, dude. Republicans are my people when it comes to like, if I was going to pick a side left or right, I'm picking right every fucking time. Right. Um, they they seem to be patriotic. They seem to believe that there are two genders. They seem to believe that, you know, guns are good. Um, I'm, I'm wishy-washy when it comes to abortion. They believe in like, you know, Christianity, which I side with. They're more of the American ideology. Yes, right? the stereotypical. Like, I can I can more likely red pill a, a right winger than I can a left winger any day of the week. Like, sure. And I know both sides. Like I know both sides. I can, you know, I can talk to any Bernie supporter and go, yeah, I, I agree with everything you are saying is a problem. Where I differ from you is the solution. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to be the Jimmy Dore type of left that goes, oh, I think the government is a bunch of corrupt fucking oligarchs that are you know pedophiles but i also want them to control the most important shit yeah well (laughs) yeah that's a big dilemma with a lot of this this left wing but i I mean what would your response be to that 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 claim that i'm making and my big problem with libertarians is Uh, that i think that by their nature they're contrarians i think because i was a libertarian for a while and um because i looked at the system and i was like okay if we're going to solve the system the system's always going to be there what are the ways that we could correct things to where we don't end up we are now which is basically all libertarians are is trying to correct the system through the system which i realized after not too long is a really uh logical fallacy you know it's just not you can't correct a broken system that was broken from its birth like it's broken it's not designed to work yeah, it was born to not work. Right. It was it was made to work for the people that control it. And that's it. So I, I might be misunderstanding. Uh, that. I thought that you were a libertarian last time we spoke. Even No, no, no. I've been an anarchist for quite some time. Um, I, I am not a libertarian. I think libertarians are hypocrites. I, okay. I think they're LARPing as freedom lovers. They're they're like fucking toddlers, dude. They they complain and comply. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to act on anything. They want to get shit done through the political system. Libertarians just want to be a third choice. And mm. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Libertarians, is a, they're a political movement. I don't believe in political movements. Well, yeah, and, and I'm sure you know that there's never going to be an anarchist political party, right? I mean, that's that's not that's very counterproductive. Right. Well, well, I, I liked, um, oh, what was his name? Adam something. Um he was a big libertarian presidential candidate. Kokesh. Okay. Um, Adam Kokesh uh, 
he said on like fucking Fox News, like he caught my attention when he was like, look, I get elected day one. I dissolve the government. Day two, I retire. And I was like, that's the kind of shit I want people saying. Like that was a stunt, though. Of course it was. Of course it was. Yes. Yeah. Entirely. It was it was absolute nonsense. These people are benefiting off the system. They're not going to want to get rid of it. Mm. You know, so they don't want to get rid of the system. It made them rich. You know, my wife said that uh, she was like, why would Donald Trump want to get rid of the system that made him a billionaire? Where does she sit on the whole thing? If you don't mind me asking, we're both anarchists. We want to be out in the middle of nowhere, fucking raising our kids and educating, you know, our community's children on how to be self-sufficient and how the government is garbage and we should never obey them or sign contracts with them. Um, Yeah. So that's what we want to be doing. Man, I think more people are going to be like that, too. Um, I, I do see problems with anarchism for sure. Like um, what's that example? I would just say, man, that uh, I think that in theory it would work. Right. But um, the government, I, I feel like there are some things that that they need to be around for. But it, it should be for the people, by the people. Right. This that's not what we have right now. I think that if we had a government that didn't tax the population and was like, okay, what do you want? Like, I think that in smaller populations, governments work. I think in small populations, it's gotten way too big right now. And, And that's why I know you're in Texas. I'm in Arizona. There's this idea that the Southwest is going to secede into Mexico. And it would be the, it would be the Northern States of Mexico seceding and this is a relatively new thing because it's always been texas and people have been talking about texas seceding ever since they joined the union back up right yeah um the idea of that to me is very appealing and it's not that i uh you know want to get violent against the politicians or the people that support the current political system i just think that it's gotten far too big i don't care what system you implicate i don't care if it's communism i don't care if it's uh, you know, a, a Republican democracy. I don't care what you what you try and instill libertarianism, anarchy, anarchy right now in this country would be fucked with the size that it is. And I mean, it's because you already have people that are pretty violent and the toughest people are going to be the ones that end up running shit. You know what I mean? It's all the we people- have now. Yeah, but it, it, it's different, though. It looks different, right? The tougher people that have the they're the ones that have the money right now. But in an anarchy system, it would be the people with the biggest weapons and the biggest stockpiles of food, bullets, that's, all that stuff. Right. That's what we have now. It is. But they they operate <laughs> differently for sure. Not really? Not really. They do because they're not coming in and like just stealing your stuff out of your house. You but know, they don't I mean? have to anymore. Yeah, they definitely don't. Yeah, they no, already did sure. that. Not to you, though. Not to us, no, right? To we generations have before us, absolutely. If we have confiscated gold, yeah, under uh, Roosevelt, right? Yeah, we're not allowed to have automatics. They confiscated all the automatics. Yeah, you know they've they've already done these things numerous times, and now they don't have to. They just control everything. So now they don't have to. At exactly. a certain point in time, the one with the most guns doesn't have to flex anymore. Man, I don't know. I think that it could get a lot worse than what it is. You know what I mean? I think I that it could, like what? Like literally people like if, if they say, OK, police are abolished. Uh, there's no government protection. There's nothing. It would be chaos for a couple of weeks or a couple of months after that until people realized, hey, we need to band together as neighbors and communities and we need to hold down our shit. Kind of like the old West where there was, you know, yeah, there was the government wasn't really a thing back then as much as it is today. Uh, what 1700s, 1800s, you know, 
early, early 1900s, mostly 1800s. But, um, you know, people band together. People are so divided right now, and that's by design, that it would be absolute chaos. A lot of innocent people, a lot of weak people would die. And I understand yep. that that yep. is fine with a lot of people, probably you yourself. Realistically, it's fine with me, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, um, just because you're a pussy doesn't mean you get to enforce unjust shit on me. Just sure. because you can't stand up for yourself, just because you can't defend yourself, doesn't mean I get less rights. You know, sure. that's not how this works. If you are a little bitch and need to team up with some people or hire some thugs to protect you, go right ahead. You're free to do that. But you being weak doesn't mean that I have to live the same life. That's and yes, it would be chaos. It would be fucking disaster for about two weeks and shit would level out when people realized they needed to be responsible adults. Yeah. And that shit would go down. And then eventually you'd get enough people that were doing bad shit, shooting, getting shot in the face, then doing bad shit is less incentivized. And then it all equals out. It levels out. A, yeah. a, a free system self-regulates. It doesn't need outside regulation. It self-regulates. The system we have now hasn't stopped bad shit. It hasn't even lowered it. Bad shit's on the rise across yeah. the fucking board. Across oh, the board. And yeah, we have yeah, given definitely. up and we have given up everything. And shit is higher than it's ever been. We're sicker than we've ever been. We're the most violent we've ever been. What have we gotten? This investment of freedom and trillions and trillions of dollars. What have we gotten back? Nothing. All yeah. we have gotten is we have we have increased the wealth and power disparity between two groups, and it's the haves and have nots. And the people that make the rules are the haves and everybody else is a have not. And everybody that's a have not is scrambling real fucking hard. Be part of the haves yeah. because it's not a free system and it's biased. And in order to get a certain level of success, you got to be part of the fucking system. Yeah, man. I mean, that that is my biggest problem with the way that it's set up and like the, the, the infrastructure that's in place right now. And if we were to just flip a switch, which I know that this isn't how it would be, but if we flip the switch and we go to anarchism right now, um, man, a lot of a lot of innocent people that are good, good hearted people would die. I don't think and I so, never man. I think everybody would just wake up and do exactly what they were doing yesterday. They'd go to work, man. I don't know. They dude. Would I think go do their things. Things would I don't the fear. They of wouldn't something, just go to work. The for fear sure, of something of... bad happening has been implanted in your brain through Project Mockingbird your entire life. We have watched these anarchist situations happen where the government's got to come in and save everybody. And this has yeah. just been put in your fucking head by all the goddamn nonsense that we call programs to make you believe that you can't live without them. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I consider myself to not be as susceptible to, you know, programming we all as are. much as most people. We yeah, of course are. we all are. But like, I don't, I don't get the idea of, uh, you know, people, getting fucked over because i saw it on tv you know what i mean i i feel it's, like i've thought about this before right but it's a slow programming your entire life the cartoons sure. you watched you're uh, you're you're a lot younger than me so you didn't grow up watching like gi joe and shit but you watched you know similar shows even sure. in the cartoons there are always these scenarios that there's bad guys around whether it's batman superman you know gi joe you know, whatever it's bad guys and good guys have to save you. Mm -hmm. And so it just subconsciously implants this 
authority desire in your head that you need the good guys. Oh, who are the good guys? The government's the good guys. Government, okay. Yeah. So we need the good guys. We have to have the good guys. I've been watching this shit my whole life. We need the good guys. And yeah, no, I don't think that we need a, the government. It's a clear. subliminal. It's a subliminal thing they do to you to tie those two things together. It's a Stockholm syndrome that they start on you very early in life. Yeah, no, I definitely don't think that we need the government do, but I think that there would have to be some sort of transition. And like, like I, you know, I know that we're going to talk about like Trump and all this stuff, but the idea of having a government, like I said, of the people, by the people, for the people, I think that that could actually work pretty well because even when it's utopian, though, I understand, mm -hmm. I understand that, but the, it, it started out like that. That's why I'm all for breaking up into smaller communities because yeah. even when you're having a conversation, even if it's you and one other person in a room, there is one person in that room, in that conversation that is dominating that conversation. So even in an anarchist society, a new government will form some sort of, of way, a mob, well, anything. So that's why I'm, you know, I, I think that the idea of a, of a peaceful anarchist society is also a utopian idea, too. Right? Nope. All it requires is everything to be voluntary. That's it. But then there's people that are voluntarily going to, to rise to power. And inevitably, there will be someone that comes to power again. It, it basically it would well, be a great reset. Jefferson Jefferson said it best. Uh, what did he say? Liberty dies when freedom no longer lives in the hearts of men. Sure. And and freedom requires eternal vigilance. In order sure. to stay free, you must act free. And so we have to be responsible people. And when we see ty tyrants come up, we have to cut them down. Mm -hmm. We have to do the work. Or else we get out of control. And the more you do the work, the more you sow the field, the better better your your crops will be. So if you continue to swing tyrants from lampposts when they fucking try to rise up, less people are going to want to be one. Yeah. And then you eventually get to a point, just like when you get the most guns, you get to a point where nobody wants to be the one that gets hung from a fucking lamppost. And you don't and think that sounds like a utopian society? No, I think it's very possible, and they have trained it into us that it's impossible. I yeah, used to like, be. I used to, to me. when when I found um, when I figured out I was an anarchist, like like I was when I was first a from libertarian to just fuck all of that. Let's burn it down. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was like, look, I'm an anarchist ideologically, but a minarchist realistically. Like we just need to get government to the smallest it could possibly be. But the problem is, is the only way to do that is to give the government no power at all. And if they have no power at all, why do they exist? Yeah, man, it, it's it feeds into the theory to me that this is just kind of how things go. I think that we did have we. So the, the, the story, the mainstream story of how this country started was that some good hearted Christians, they weren't Freemasons, they were Christians, right? <laughs> They came, they left the, the, you know, great, you know, great Britain, the England, the crown, all that shit, because they weren't being represented. They felt that tyranny was upon them then. So they left, right. They formed the colonies. They, 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 you know, write the fucking declaration of independence, all this stuff. And um, things were probably pretty damn good for like a hundred years, maybe, I mean, 50 years. And then shit got a little wild with the civil war, like a hundred years later or so. When exactly did America gain its independence? It wasn't in 1776, 1820 something. Um, I, I'm not positive, honestly. I, can, I haven't looked at that history in a really long time. I think it was. I think it was a a lot more free um, early on. 
than, yeah. than it was. Like when they first came here, so the story goes, right? Like, I don't believe any of this shit. Like I'm not like history just is the thing that they have presented to us as the truth of the past. I don't, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Um, but so the story goes when they came here and did the first Thanksgiving, there was peace for like over 50 years. I think yeah. that was the freest anybody was at that point in time is because it was, it was just people living. Um, yeah, it wasn't 1783 until they, real quick. 1783 is when the revolution ended. Yeah. So that's when technically it was all done. Uh, you know, they say, you know, mainstream history will tell you straight up, you know, that that America was independent on the 4th of July, 1776. But obviously they had some fighting to them. Right. But so, you're as free as you act. So sure. So technically in 1776, they were free because they decided to fight for it. Definitely. If yeah, that's wanted, a great if point. If you wanted to argue, you know, like like they were free as of the point where they said, fuck it, it's worth dying for. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Once you're not afraid of the, of the tyranny. And so that's the thing. I think that this is part of the system, right? Um, I think that it's, it's, you know, they call it the fourth turning. This obviously isn't the fourth turning, but it's that whole strong men make good times. Good times make weak men, weak men makes, or, you know, fucking soft, hard times and all right, that right. shit. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, I think that that's what we're seeing right now. I think that weak men mm -hmm. have made hard times and I'm not the first yep. one to say this. But I've, we're seeing that. So I have a shirt. It's one of my favorite shirts. And it says it's it's time for very good men to do very bad things. <laughs> That's pretty dope. <laughs> do people get it when you wear it? Uh, the it? couple people that have noticed it. Yeah. And that were willing to say something about it. Well, and dude, you know, I think that this is where Trump comes in. I think that a lot of very right. good men thought that um, someone was finally on our side, you know. I was always well, about, that was the plan. Well, and I was always about the idea that, you know, elections were bought and paid for. I've been a conspiracy theorist since I was in like late middle school, like eighth grade. Right. 9-11 um, happened in 2001. I was in elementary school then. I didn't fully get it. Um, I believe the narrative because I was a, a child. Right. But I remember sure. early on, my my dad especially was saying there's something weird about this. You know, he wasn't like looking into it, but he would just be like, that doesn't make any sense watching the news. You know what I mean? And then just kind of walk away and do his thing. And so that kind of planted seeds in my head. And then I saw like these school shootings that didn't make sense and all these other weird little things. Um, the whole Bush election was a big red pill for me as a child, too, um, before 9-11, where it's like, wait, they can't decide on this. Al Gore won. And then now he lost. What 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 happened? You know what I mean? Um, so that's and then you then as you get a little older, you find out that George Bush's dad was not only president, but director of the CIA when there was a lot of hooky shit going on. And so it starts snowballing from that. But um, I was always, you know, subject to the idea that elections are are not elections or selections. Right. Yep. And, you know, when when Trump won, I told my dad, dude, Trump's going to win. There's no point in voting on this. Hillary Clinton, a Clinton is running against a Trump. And, and the media hates Trump. Hillary's clearly going to win. And I went over there and I remember watching the election, watching the results come in. And it's like, well, shit, I guess Trump won the East Coast. And then it keeps going. It's like, well, yeah, all these Western states are going to end up voting for Trump. And it just starts. And he dominates Clinton. You know what I mean? So then I was like, well, shit, maybe this is actually legitimate. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a big, that was some real tomfoolery shit going on right there where they tricked a lot of people, man. So I was all on board after that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was at the most, I wanted to, I wanted to see this dude just 
start school and these like just be as belligerent as possible and own them. When he started, when Trump started running through the Republicans and just fucking destroying them, I love and the, that. And the way he was doing it, I was just like, oh shit, he. This is like. But I look back and I'm like, maybe it was just a big embarrassment ritual for all of those people, sure. and they just had to be embarrassed uh, because he fucking embarrassed him i mean jeb bush's face dude oh god it was so insane and then what he did with hillary during the debates where he's walking behind her and saying like yeah you'd be in jail and shit like that like it was just dude it was it was a brilliant show well bob remember he brought he brought in rape victims of bill clinton right i mean who does that to their (laughs) friends you know what i mean so I'm thinking, dude, this guy is is the real deal. You know what I mean? It was a great show, as you said. It was a great show, dude. It was it was top notch, and I really wanted to see that with him and Biden. But the whole fucking stupid COVID shit, we didn't get any of it. I was like wanting to watch Trump pace behind Biden, back and forth, just kind of looking him down like he did with Hillary. They're about was, to fight. It was fucking epic, dude. He did shit so unconventionally and it was hilarious i i I was so ready for it and i didn't get it bob i went back and watched some of the debates like a couple years ago you know what i mean like i the the clinton trump debates i watched a couple of them man they were they they were fucking i mean movies you know what i mean oh yeah and then when you when you see that and then you go back and watch that will ferrell um and uh galifianakis political movie yeah have you dude it's a lot of that same shit obviously that's a comedy and it's kind of like really dumbed down and and hyped up at the same time but it's the same shit this guy the cia guy comes in from these these international business dudes cia deep state type figures and they're like okay we're gonna create a whole persona for you for zach galifianakis and then he becomes like the the you know champion and the guy that's gonna win this will ferrell turns into the dog (laughs) <laughs> and then, you know, it's just it's completely fake the whole time they yep. and at the end, I think you find out that the the businessmen don't even care who wins. Right. Didn't they just want to freaking like, oh, yeah, they profit on both ends. Yeah. So, yeah, they know. own the whole show. That's the whole thing is yeah, that they own, they get they get money from everyone. They own the yeah. whole thing and they well, just had- divide it up. Bread and circuses, man. Exactly, man. And and the uh, the promises that were made by Trump, you know, we're going to find out who killed JFK because he's good friends with JFK Jr. before he passed away right. and all this stuff. Right. Um, we're going to we're going to attack the elites. The middle class is going to get a big tax break. And I actually found something um, on this is actually on Washington Post, I believe. And they were saying that this tax cut that he brought towards the businesses specifically. It was 21%. It went down to 21%. But people leave out that if you were to go overseas or go to another country to start a business, you would only pay 10% taxes. So he lowered taxes here for businesses to get the economy rolling, but they just completely leave out that 10% aspect of going overseas. Yep. That's a big aspect, dude. You know it's what huge. I mean? Like, That's 11 more percent profit. You think they're not going to do that? Like, I mean, technically, it's double the profit off of taxes alone, right? I mean, I, I right. understand that you're not double doubling your money, but you're saving twice as much money, right? From taxes, you know. So yeah, dude, it's the the fine print, right? No, the devil's always in the details. It's, it's always a shell game with the government. They don't actually show you where the freedom is. 
They just mix it all around. Oh, it's going to be over here. Hey, we're going to, we're going to release these documents. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's all a show. It never happens. None of it ever happens. The tax cuts don't ever actually happen because you can't cut taxes and increase spending. That's not mm-hmm. a tax cut. Sorry. That's not a tax cut. <laughs> you know, you can't cut taxes and decrease the value of the dollar. You know, that's not a tax cut. Um, and fucking people just don't understand this shit. Like it's, well, by it's the way, insane. shout out to the ruble, dude. Ruble's fucking killing it this year. Is it? The Russian ruble. <laughs> it's almost doubled. <laughs> Damn it. I should have fucking invested in some rubles. Dude, I, I would have too, man. We probably would have both been arrested if we invested in the Russian ruble. But I mean, like, it's going up big time. And I guess the dollars kind of crept up a little bit too. But um, I mean, it's just, it, it's wild the, the situation that's going on right now and the confidence that we had in this guy. Oh, it's uh, but so to be so to be clear, you didn't have a, like you don't remember a specific time where you were like, OK, yeah, fuck this guy as far as Trump goes uh, when he when he extended the Patriot Act. OK, fair enough. <laughs> that when that was the that. moment where I was like, fuck this motherfucker, that son of a bitch. <laughs> like, you fucking piece of shit in his first year. OK, I think it was it was like one of his first things that he did. It was oh. like first two years at least. I don't remember when, but as soon as I heard that he freaking extended the Patriot Act, I was like, fuck this guy. This dude's a status shill. <laughs> you motherfucker. The one what? thing you could have done to show that, yes, I am putting my money where my mouth is. I'm not extending the Patriot Act. No. Uh, increased every single Obama era war, increased their own strikes. You know, fuck that dude. Well, he also bolstered Ob- Obamacare very, I mean, massively. Mm-hmm. You know, Obamacare yep. is. He didn't is- take it down. Like he was gonna um, when fucking COVID hit and uh, he started printing money, the first $1.5 trillion went to the banks. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, just he kept doing one thing after another. I was like, man, fuck this guy because I would defend him. I would defend him to liberals that would just bash him. I'm like, well, look at the fucking facts. He's, you know, he's lowered um, taxes, technically lowered taxes, put more money in the pockets of of people he's given more money to the uh historic black colleges of america um he had gas was like a buck 39 here um unemployment Mm -hmm. was at an all-time low black unemployment was at a historical low like uh, that would just be i would just rattle off all the shit that had happened under him and just like man shut the fuck up if you can't give him credit where the thing like you can't just say that he's all bad and not look at the good like, if we're going to look at a politician, let's look at what they're fucking doing. You know, both sides. There were some good things that he did, man. He he sure. cut the uh, the food stamp program a lot. And I'm not for food stamps. Um, some people may see that as a is a real bad thing. Um, he made us energy independent, basically. Um, you, like you said, dude, the gas, that is the the greatest tax, either for the positive or for the negative the greatest like tax implication that you can that you can throw into the people of the United States is the gas price because food's going to rise with the gas prices. Every single good everything. that you get and everything. anything that you have in your home has come in on a truck, everything. Yep. So that's the, the greatest way to really have a huge effect on the economy. Um, massive, massive. Yeah, dude. I saw a massive amount of money went to the military industrial complex here too. Um, yep. The Pentagon got a ton of of kind of like black budget funding. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, we got some taxes. Um, obviously, the rich people benefited off the tax laws that he put in. Of course. 
course. Robo calls. He cracked down big time on um, unwanted calls and texts. I don't know if you consider that to be a big deal. It's annoying, but it's more of an inconvenience. It's not something that's really going to change your life. I still get tons of them every single day. Well, it's because so. Biden's in. That's what the QAnon people would tell you. Biden's in. Now. I bet you weren't getting them yeah. under uh, under Trump that much. Well, right? and see that, and that's my theory, right? Is that they are going to make shit so bad that even the left is begging for Donald Trump to come back because that's when they're going to point out, well, look, even black unemployment was good under him. CNN is going to start covering Donald Trump, and they're going to be covering him in a positive light. Um, you know, CNN's cleaning house right now. They're going to have a new president. Everybody, so. CNN's cleaning house and they're going to be the new Donald Trump spokes house. They're going to be all Donald Trump and they're going to be pointing out, yeah, he did this, but look at all of this. Like he was doing this and Obama did this and they're going to compare him to fucking Obama. It's going to happen. Uh, gas prices were low. Economy was booming. Unemployment was down. They're going to start talking about all his good stuff and they're going to get him in. And when he comes in, that's when shit is going to get real fucked in this country. Oh, you think Trump's going to come back? Yes, he will be our next president. See, I don't think so. I think um, I think that they're trying to make a run for DeSantis. But DeSantis is I mean, Florida is a third world country. It's just a nice third world country. People don't realize how many old people are living in cars in Florida right now. And that's because, you know, DeSantis has done nothing to cap the rate uh, of rent or anything. I mean, it, he's he's allowing these people. I mean, there, there's a massive amount of old people that live in Florida and the Social Security is taking a shit right now. And so these old people are making way less money uh, after working their entire lives. And, and whether they were a waitress or a waiter or they were a fucking like high up boss at some some bank or something. Um, these people worked for their entire lives, most of them for their entire lives in this country. And dude, I'm all for protecting the weak, man. Protect the old people, protect the little kids. The kids cool. need send them your money. My money? Yeah, send them your money. I don't live in Florida, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's up to fucking DeSantis. <laughs> no, I pay not. taxes. That's up to those old people. No, it's that was not, up man. to those old people a long time ago. They should have seen the corrupt system that was in front of them and not trusted them to take care of them. They should have but been that's responsible what I say. adults and set themselves up. I don't feel bad for people like that. I'm sorry. I, I've been no, in but the they shit. thought that. So they thought that they were setting themselves up by that's putting what money you get. into a 401k. Yep. Well, that's like fucking being mad at Bernie Madoff for taking your fucking money. Yep. Sucks that you got you got conned. That sucks. Now. Dude, that's but, different, man, because someone's coming mm -hmm. up to you with a Ponzi scheme. These people were raised to believe the government, government is you know a Ponzi I mean? scheme. Sure. Government is a Ponzi scheme. So it's no, the same man. thing, man. You have to you have to have some social compassion. security. Social security certainly is a Ponzi scheme. Like that is one of the biggest Ponzi schemes. Next you know to what taxes. A, what a, like <laughs> define a Ponzi scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. No. A Ponzi scheme is where the people that create the scheme get to make all the money and they fuck everybody else. Okay. That's a fair definition. But yeah, no, I, I just, I, I, I will always have compassion for old people, man, because they, they grew up in a different I time. I don't, I don't. They, they, they grew up in a simpler time where the value of the dollar was better and society was better and they fucking squandered it. Fuck all. Well, of they them. did fuck it up. <laughs> and I will say this too, that the, the idea of, you know, Working a factory job at Ford, putting lug nuts on a fucking tire and making fifty, sixty, eighty thousand dollars a year—that is crazy. You know what I mean? So I don't. It almost gives you that idea of like the Austrian school of economics, where they say that there really isn't a middle class. There's no such thing as a middle class, right? Um, 
Yep. It, it just it's shitty, man. They grew up in this way. They were promised things and they got fucked over. You know what I mean? If, um, a, if a thief promises me, promises me to bring me a sandwich after they take my twenty dollars, I'm not going to fucking trust them to bring me that goddamn sandwich. We I'm sorry. <laughs> like they should have to. We see them as thieves and we have the everything was just as stupid and fucked up as it is then as it was now. Like it's the same. It's not different. If you look back at the political world and what was going down, the landscape changed. The political policies didn't like it was still fucking nonsense. You know, why are you going to support a government that is going yeah, to freaking restrict so, the rights of black people like that is fucked up. You are you are fucking funding violent slave violence uh, racists. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. These people instituted Jim Crow laws and you're still going to give them your money. Who gives a fuck? Hate black people all you want. But don't fucking oppress them. Like, I don't give a shit about how you. I mean, I think if you're a racist, you're fucking retarded. But yeah. feel however you want. that You don't inflict violence on people, period. Or else the violence will come knocking on your goddamn door eventually. <laughs> yeah. My my point, though, too, is that, you know, the um, the Internet wasn't around for these people to understand exactly what was going on. You know what I mean? We we like I get the idea that social media makes the world look a lot worse than it is, but it also inspires a lot of us to go and look into this shit and try to at least talk about it. These people weren't talking about it. You know what I mean? The subdivisions being created after World War II, they're, you know, fucking this uh this dude Stavros Halkius or Starvos Halkius, I forget his name, he's a comedian. And he was saying, like, you could win a fucking three-bedroom house at a carnival. You know what I mean? Back in their time, you know what I mean? Right. It was easy come, easy go shit. And they got used to it. It goes back to that, um, you they know, hard men make it. easy times. They, they, did, they did squander it, man. They did squander it. But I think that if we were in that same position as a whole, the community today, the, the younger people, people, you know, between the ages 40 and 25, the people that are really looking into this shit now. Right. I think that they would probably be operating the same way. There would be your outliers. Just like there are some old folks in Florida that haven't made, but there's a lot of old folks that should be being stood up for by their quote unquote leader in Ron DeSantis. That's why I'm saying I don't think right. Ron DeSantis and is the ones be a that good... are doing okay. What did they do different? They didn't Who trust knows? somebody else to save for them, or they could have operated outside of the law, which they're told not to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand yeah. that that's like, that's fine because the law is a. Uh, is a gray area. This is for not a system made to benefit people that obey the laws. Definitely not. Like, but I'm saying that. So you have people, to. You have to. You have to go around the laws. Yeah, you got to so, blur the line. Right. Fuck them. If there's other people doing it successfully, fuck them. Stop feeding the goddamn monster and fucking make your nut. Realize that the monster, no matter how much food you feed it, is still a motherfucking monster and it's going to eat you. Um, yeah. And stop feeding it. Stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, man, irresponsible I, behavior. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, you know, I'm I'm such a dick on my show, and I fuck. I, I talk so much shit, but dude, I will always have compassion for old folks that got fucked over by the system. The same way that I'll have compassion for like yeah, a war I veteran. Don't, I don't. Well, I mean, dude, I don't know. I guess that's how we're different. You know, these people were told, and I'm they all were brainwashed for, into doing whatever they did. Well, and those like old people soldiers. need people like you to donate money. To them doing well yeah i don't, I don't feel that, right so i think it's sad that the that the that the government fucked them over like that you know what i mean what and are you I doing to that, fix the problem 
I'm not doing shit. I'm not going to do anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, but well, see, that's what's required in a in a free society is for you to actually take action on the things you claim to care about. You know, for you to do it, take it into your hands. If you don't like something, you fix it. You show yeah. that there can be a resolution without waiting for the government to do anything. You know, my wife and I see a massive flaw in the education system. So we're not only taking our kids out of school, we are homeschooling other children and starting a school. We are we are being the solution. Like, fuck waiting for anybody to fix the shit. We're doing it. Like, just yeah. do it. Do it. You're as free as you act. It's time to start acting free because Trump ain't here to save you, folks. I'm sorry to everybody out there that thinks Trump is a good guy and there's white hats that are behind the scenes getting everything <laughs> getting everything all done and arresting people and taking down the system. Hey, they're That's showing us how nonsense. bad things they're showing us how bad things can get. That's what they're doing right now. They're <laughs> yeah. gonna come in yeah. Yeah, and yeah. save it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, AI, before it we before we save you all, we're gonna make ourselves wildly rich. Right. And then we'll come save you. More centimillionaires than ever in history and yeah, fucking all dude, this stuff. This COVID was the largest wealth transfer in history. Yeah. <laughs> like the lower me, and middle class transferred $3.9 trillion worth of wealth to the upper 1%. Yeah. Good job. Let me, well, let me ask you a question just to tie back. Cause you have me thinking a little bit about the idea. Like you need to help any problem that you see in the world and all this stuff. Um, do you see like child sex trafficking as a problem? And if so, do you donate to any causes or do you like do anything actively to try and stop child sex trafficking? Because I do believe before you answer that there are some problems that we just can't fix and that we don't really have the resources. To fix. I'm I'm kind of barely getting by I over here. I don't think that's true. Um, individuals in this country right now with the tax system and value of dollar that we have right now, um, individuals donate 400 or over four billion dollars of cash charity donations that's just cash that's not time and resources or actual things that are purchased that is cash donations to private charity organizations every year four billion dollars now imagine imagine if just those people that did that just that group of people that made that four billion dollars had twice as much money because they weren't getting taxed at 50 percent so what does that mean? They would have twice as much money. They're already charitable people. Oh, okay. so they, 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 the logic would flow that they would increase the amount that they are giving to charity because okay, then they so, have I mean, more money. Now, you could also make the argument that a lot of those charities are money laundering organizations. So, and I would. Yeah. So, so that is possibly that $4 billion is possibly going to take a hit. But if, if, if we have free people living free lives and knowing that certain things aren't going to get funded or taken care of unless they get active, logic would also tell you that that would increase, especially when all of those people have twice as much money now. And they can and they can use that to either donate to the cause or work less and raise good children, because I think everything starts with good parenting. Sure. Um so, I do got to say, I feel like you're sidestepping the question, though. I asked you if you actually actively try and help anything that I could. I probably consider you to think that this is a massive problem. Do you actively help it? The, the sex the trafficking? Like, yeah. Well, uh, I homeschool my own children and many other children. Well, I pay my um, own rent. 
but I'm not helping these old folks that I feel bad for. Right. I know you feel bad um, for the kids, Bob. It's okay. Right. Though, but I, again, everything starts at home. So I am doing my best to raise good humans. Sure. And that's what I'm doing because we have to change society. We can't absolutely doing things in the right now. I mean, I could go fucking start a, you know, a kill list for freaking pedophiles or something, you know, but yeah. Um, you know, everything starts in, in the home. Um, but child I have to cancer, focus. Then. Child cancer. Do you feel bad for the kids that have cancer? You wish that that, that something could change. I understand cancer is something. I feel bad for the government. kids because they had no, no, no control over that. They sure. weren't adults making the decision. Okay, you know, these are old children that have had the, the, the consequences of the world that the adults put them in. What That's, about old people with cancer? Old people with cancer? You know, maybe you should have lived a healthier life. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's it so sucks. Many, there's so many I know, people I know. get cancer. Not really. Yeah, there is. There's quite a few. There's there was actually it a lady. Depends the on other what day. you call call healthy. Lance Armstrong got it, but that dude wasn't healthy. Well, he was he looked healthy. There was a know, lady here at, at uh, a store you, that I service that she was a very healthy 55-year-old woman, very healthy individual, born with some sort of heart condition. And uh, just dropped dead one day talking with her uh, sister on the phone in Vietnam. And she just fucking dropped dead randomly one day. Um, she very healthy individual. And it was weird, dude. It was really weird. Super nice lady that just like, kind of a overly kind of annoyingly nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking to everyone for too long and all that stuff and just randomly died one day. You know what I mean? She was a healthy person. And, and so healthy people die, dude. You know what I mean? Healthy people get cancer. But um, did she get cancer or did she have an aneurysm or something? If she yeah, just it sounded dropped like she, dead. It sounds like a fucking aneurysm. Yeah, no, it attack. wasn't cancer. It was something to do with her arteries. But that's what I'm saying is healthy yeah, people so, get these situations going on. Um, you know, well, if she if she had heart problems from birth, then she wasn't a healthy person from birth, and it's her parents' fault for fucking sucking ass. You know, it's not necessarily <laughs> her fucking fault, but you know, when they started allowing people to spray DDT on crops and shit, and they fucking started altering the food that they take in and throwing microwave radiation at their fucking food. What did you think was going to happen? Dummy, you're poisoning everything around you. What the fuck did you think was going to happen that you were going to actually live a long, prosperous life with all this fucking nonsense around you? That's really? a good question. I got Then, What are you doing right now, Bob? Stop chemtrails. Uh, I don't take any airplane <laughs> trips. I don't, fund, <laughs> I don't, I don't fund the government with my taxes. Um, you know, I expose as much chemtrail shit as possible. Um, but they're still going on. Yeah. But again, there's a, you have a scale. I mean, everybody has a scale of what matters most. My kids matter most to me. Chemtrails is a fun topic and it's, it's good to wake people up on, but the most important thing for me is my children. Sure. Um, so that takes precedent always, always. And that's always number one. So everything goes to that. And everything else gets whatever is left over. Yeah, no, I'm just my point and why I'm asking you these questions that seem irrelevant is because I think that it's OK to care about something. And while it may sound like a virtue signal to some people that say that I feel really bad for these old folks that live in their fucking cars in Florida with Ron DeSantis. And then those same people that could be in that exact same position when they're older, not you, but other folks that are like, fuck, yeah, Ron DeSantis, man, 20 fucking 24 they're they're getting older and then they could potentially be in that same spot as these old folks because they trusted the system i feel like ron DeSantis is not a good choice for this stuff and it's a it's i oh, think God, it's no. cancer to trust the system 
But I'm just saying that you can care about something without actively trying to fix the problem. Um, I think a lot of people do. And I think you do. Well, it's you all how I mean? much you care about it. Like I said, we all have we all have a scale. Oh, trust me. I'm not losing sleep over these old folks. I'm just saying but, that I feel bad for them. Right. But feeling bad for them and wanting the virtue points that some of your tax money is going to help them is are two different things. Sure. So, um, no, you don't get the virtue points by forcing me to fund shit like that. That's not how virtue works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, fund that shit yourself or maybe stop talking. Um, that's kind of how I feel about it. If you if you think it's a problem bad enough to talk about, maybe maybe fucking send them a few bucks like or, you know, do something that could even trickle down to that point. Because I think we don't all necessarily need to fucking move to Florida and start helping old people. We can we can make sure that society turns to a way that stops the problem, mm-hmm. you know, because we have to we're we're not in a speedboat that we can just whip around and fucking correct course and everything's fine. We're in a giant, massive motherfucking yacht called human society. And it's it's this giant fucking thing that has to be turned around. And if you fucking go too fast, it capsizes. And so we just have to, and it's all about society. It's all about the society. Like I am pro-life, but I am also anti-abortion law. Because I don't think it's going to fucking benefit anybody to make that shit illegal. It's just going to create a black market and then shit gets dangerous for the mom and the baby. Like, don't do that. That's not going to solve anything. We have to correct it through society. We have to just make it to where people don't want to have fucking abortions or don't want to have loose legged whore sex all the time. And when you start all and all you have to do is start making people responsible for their actions. That's it. Sounds like a stretch <laughs> because people don't want to. Do- I'm with you. Right. I'm with but, you. but it used to not be. And not too long ago, that's just kind of how society was. So we're told if we are to believe history. Um, I think the freest we ever were was probably, be, you know, if we are going to, you know, continue the early, earlier uh, conversation about when we were the freest. I think probably the most relatively free that we've ever been is after the civil war to the right before the creation of the federal reserve in 1913, we had the biggest expansion of civilization in history that went just rocketed across the United States, massive cities blew up and grew everywhere. You know, the population started started to blow up (laughs) around, I think 1908, I want to say 1914, something like that. Yeah. So you know, there was a lot of a lot of very uh, big government shit that happened along with it, unfortunately. But it was all because oligarch ties, you know, the government gave these grants to um, big companies, mostly oil and railroad companies to expand across yeah. the U.S. Um, and so we had these it, it just got to be it just became an oligarch real quick, like really fast. Well, and, you know, you bring up the word oligarch, dude, I. It makes me think of the since we are kind of, you know, trying to talk about Trump and and obviously we're speaking about all kinds of things here. And it's I think it's great. The the left almost made it so hack to talk shit about Trump that the right didn't want to. And they still don't want to admit right. that maybe he's a bad a bad candidate or, or a bad overall choice for, you know, representation of the United States. 
you know, one thing that that's still fucking is funny to me. And I think about it sometimes is like the soy boy thing. Like, oh, you don't like Trump. Does he hurt your feelings? And like all this <laughs> shit, you know, it's like it's like, no, you fuck. It's just it's it's the, what, the, what I'll say to those kind of people is because they don't know that this is a fucking real Donald Trump quote. I'll say, no, I don't like it when he says stuff like I like taking guns, take guns early and due process second. Wow, that's a real quote from him? Yes. Yes, that's a fucking real Donald Trump quote. I like to take guns. I'd like to take guns early and we can do due process second. Well, Something he, along those lines. And it was just like, holy fuck, did he just say that? Did he say that as a Republican candidate? I don't remember him? if it was as a candidate or as the president. I don't remember. But there was he did. A, there was some red flag shit that had come up in the news and whatever. Um it was probably a school shooter that should have had their fucking, you know, ability to buy a gun revoked or some nonsense. But he was like, he said, I like to take guns. I'll take guns first, due process second. That's what well, you know what I say to that, Bob. Disinformation is necessary. OK, that's why he said that stuff. He really meant the opposite when he said that. These are the mental gymnastics. It was opposite yeah. Yeah. He was crossing his fingers. OK. Um, yeah, dude. It, I, see, I didn't even know that. That's a very interesting. Thing. Yeah. See, and not everybody knows that he says that shit, dude. But that's a real Donald Trump quote. Look at well, my big it's problem. Hilarious. My big problem is the uh, the support of AI and, and how much because he and so they justify it. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, not even the hardcore Trump supporters realize this, but he was really concerned, supposedly, about China's progression with AI. And so he wanted he put a bunch of money into trying to get AI bolstered up. And now we have some seriously scary AI that is that is like, you know, a, a part of our daily life. I actually think and, and Ron from New England of the Wicked Planet podcast, friend of the show, um, brought this up to me that that um, this kid, this crimo kid, which interesting last name looks fake. He looks like a fake dude. And there's that website. This person does not exist dot com where you can just I don't know if you've been there, Bob, if you've checked hmm. that out. Dude, if you want to, I, I know that you're probably not sharing a video. Um, I can share a screen and I can show you what it's about real fast. <laughs> it is freaking insane. Um, it's basically, for those uh, of your listeners that may not know what it is, it's an AI algorithm that will just create a face, very realistic face, and um, you, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And this is just what's available to us. Now, Navita, I'm sure I don't know if you've heard of Navita, Bob, but Navita is like a software um, company and they created this algorithm. I'm going to pull up the website and then I'll share it with you. Um, they created this this algorithm and this guy who I actually think is fake too, named uh, Philip Wang, which sounds like a fake name. This is why I think <laughs> the guy's fake. Philip Wang created this website using this algorithm. And the reason that he created it was to scare um to to uh, make people like you and me aware of the idea that ai can do these things now i think that it plays more into the karmatic properties that the new world order or whatever believes in where they have to show you the tools that they're using so i'm going to share it with you right now so i haven't pulled it up yet but what you do is you click on this and it's a very simple website all that it does is it shows you one picture at a time so boom i clicked on it. this person does not exist this person is is created by an algorithm completely fake you hit refresh and every single time it's a new person that is not real every single time hit refresh again fake person again 
and there's little clues every once in a while see that weird little clues like all in his eyes but you wouldn't think this if you weren't aware of it right and um i i think the technology that they have is far more advanced i think anything we're actually able to see it's it's way more advanced than that yeah yeah man i mean so i mean well this is the thing this is what's available for us to see but i mean look at the details here you know what i mean it's it's insane to think that this is just one thing and this is supposedly some do-gooder that just wanted to show us and so this gets into the idea that john ba- john benet ramsey wasn't real jeffrey yeah. epstein was never real and all these things but yeah dude i mean it's endless i've never seen the same face twice on here and i've done it many many times i've just gone through and and actually the first one that I ever pulled up kind of looked like a mix of joe and hunter biden and um <laughs> but yeah they'll show you kids women men um people of all different ages and they're all fake none of these people's faces are real wow that guy's tooth is a little weird yeah because i know they i've heard there's uh ai influencers that are they do videos they look exactly like real people and they're completely fake. well you know i did a um i did an episode where uh the paranoid american hopped on late in the show yeah. and we were talking a little bit and um he is a great artist really cool dude that just like fucks around and, and does like all kinds of stuff with uh comic books and he, a really fun guy to talk with and i brought up google deep dream which is photo editing software art generated by ai and that's a fun rabbit hole to go down dude um i actually use them for the titles the title uh the artwork album artwork for each one of my episodes and dude it'll it'll you can type in like for one i did like the five sun buddha and you type it in it, it draws this picture for you but he showed me that you can go in and he he did write me an article about George Floyd. Enter. And it says George Floyd was an African-American man gunned down and fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. Writes a full out article and you can post that article. Right. So this eliminates the, the need for, <laughs> for the press. Then he takes it a step further and he says, write me a website in HTML and CCS code or CSS code that sells shoes with a red background and green letters. Hits enter starts writing pages and pages of code for a website. Yeah. It's wild. I, I, yeah, I think, um, and I said this to somebody recently, I said, all these people that are writing code right now, they don't really know what they're writing code for. They don't actually know what they're writing code for. And they could all just be writing code for their fucking replacement when all of that gets, you know, gets turned over to AI. All of that. And then we're going to have a massive unemployment wave. Oh, dude, you think fucking if Joe Biden's telling telling uh, plumbers and, and uh, you know, miners and stuff to go learn code that they should actually go learn code? No, man, you need to learn how to do some sort of trade. An yep. electrician is not going to be replaced in our lifetime. No, nope. a, uh, a plumber is not going to be replaced in our lifetime. No, nope. a server might a server or a line cook might. But um, maybe there's always room for create. Yeah, maybe that's a people. Big, big are, people still like fucking going to those kind. Of, people aren't gonna. I don't think going where everything oh, is disagree, automated dude. is gonna be as big as people think. I disagree because people will fucking get their food ordered. They'll get they'll get steak delivered to their home instead of going and eating at a nice restaurant. You know what I mean? It's why they'll get eggs delivered to their food, and eggs don't last for more than two fucking minutes in a in a car. You know what I mean? People right. will get food delivered to them with this Postmates stuff. It, I mean, it blew up and it's all owned by the same people. Oh, sure, sure. Um, but I think uh, 
yeah, but going to a restaurant is always going to be that thing where you go, you, you know, I don't think it's going to be the same transaction if it's a robot that you're ordering from that's coming out to the table. Um, I, don't really? think it'll have, I, I think regular classic restaurants are not going to ever go away, man. People just like the the clatter of a kitchen in the background and the, you know, it's it's the entire experience of going to a restaurant. Oh man, the fifties diner well, sure disappeared though. You know what I mean? People thought that was never going to go away. That shit's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're still around. Um, you know, they're kind of cliche now, but, um, I like them, you know, I love a good old diner, man. They're the shit. Um, but it's diner? the same. Yeah, dude, they're, and you go to small town America and they're still, they're still everywhere in small town diner in small town America, you huh. know, our diners. That's all they got. Uh, we have like two here in Tucson and it's a fairly big city, but it's but, yeah, just, no, it's again, changed. it's just changed, you know, yeah. things have, but it's just slightly shifted. It's still kind of the same thing as the old diners, but it's just slightly more modernized. Yeah. Dude, well, yeah. No, so yeah, that's food just, became more of a focus in society food. Yeah. Cause I mean, you got like Michelin star restaurant chefs and you know, you have this entire culture of fancy high dining that really didn't exist back then. Yeah, what is that shit called? The gastro and the gastro gastrology, whatever the yeah. fuck it is, where they make like tomato gas, you know, like yeah, all yeah. this weird shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I I that is like we were, you know, we were kind of going back and forth on what problems that quote that you said about Trump is mind blowing. But the <laughs> the AI is my big concern. Um, and the precognitive crime, Ivanka Trump is supposedly a massive fan of mm-hmm. precog crime, and that uh she's you know, gonna be president after Trump. You think so? She'll be the first woman president. I'll tell you right now, if she becomes president right after Trump, I will suck your dick. I don't think that's going to happen. Either that or she'll be our next one. I don't. And everything will be done through her. All the Trumpers will be like, fuck yeah, Ivana Trump. So she's either going to be our next president or her dad's going to set her up to be next president after. He's such a narcissist. I don't think he I don't think he'd hand it over just yet. He's going to serve a second term. It sounds like he does want to fuck his daughter, though. So maybe he would. He definitely does want to fuck his daughter real bad. Okay, so have you heard about Ivana, not Ivanka, but Ivana being like Ghislaine Maxwell's best friend and like her going around and recruiting young girls? Oh, yeah. Ghislaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they were all friends. They were all doing the same thing. Like I said, they ordered their children from the same people. So and, and that's kind of a joke because I can't prove it. But uh, <laughs> I don't think that you're that you're out of line by by, <laughs> you know, assuming that. I think that's yeah, fair. I'm pretty sure, you know, when you're running around with child trafficking, bring fucking head honchos, you don't not know about. It. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know who they are and what they do. It's no huh. fucking secret in their circles what Ghislaine Maxwell and them were doing. And like they, they, that's where you got your kids. You ordered them from them. So one thing that I was that uh, was a point of contention, you know, or, or is a point of contention when you talk with hardcore Trump supporters, the Jeffrey Epstein connection, right? Do you think that that he was on the island? Um, I said that I I thought that there was proof, just as much as there was proof of anyone else going onto the island, <laughs> and um. You know, the the individuals who I really respect, I do want to take another second to say, you know, those were great guys. I, I don't have anything against them. But, um, you know, th- that was a big, big disagreement that we had where it's like, no, dude, like Alec Baldwin was there. So and so was there. But Trump was not, even though he's on the list, too. Um, yeah, no, know. that's that's foolish. Um, all you have to do is look at Donald Trump as a character and say, 
would that dude fuck a 16 year old if he got the chance? Yeah, he fucking for sure would. For sure. <laughs> that dude's a dirtbag. Um, he's openly said that he would fuck his daughter. So I'm pretty sure pedophilia is. That is true, huh? I keep like, forgetting that too. And while she was like 16. So that was incest and pedophilia publicly on a public TV show. That he Do you said. remember along the lines what he said? I think it, I don't think he said like I would. He have said my daughter. He said like I'd want to grow like my daughter. He, he said, and I quote, "If she wasn't my daughter, I'd be dating her." Okay, that's it. Yeah. That's what he said, and that is definitely saying that if she wasn't your daughter, you'd be fucking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'd say that's a hard proof. That's. <laughs> But then, but then those same people. While so he had his hand on her leg in a very fucking creepy way, like those same people get upset about the diary from uh, Joe Biden's daughter. You know what I mean? Where it's like, dude, like, how is that any different? And yeah, I mean, she mm-hmm. she actually talks about him actually like showering with her and doing some shit to her. Um, who's to say that Ivanka wasn't just groomed a little differently? That that maybe the stuff did happen. Now this is an allegation, a, a heavy allegation neither of us uh, allegedly yeah that's what you're supposed to say is allegedly right yeah well isn't that what an allegation is allegedly yeah i'm just saying that's what you allegedly he did this that's what i'm not even saying that that it could happen i'm just saying that that or that it did happen i'm just saying that maybe you know she would be groomed differently if this was the case, like, right. Not everyone talks about, about all this shit. And it seems like she is kind of turning. Wouldn't it be wild though? If in like 10 years, once Trump's dead or once he's too old, like Ivanka comes out and says like all this crazy stuff that, that Joe Biden's daughter says now, and the right still doesn't believe her. And they say, well, disinformation is necessary. Even though he's dead. I think that that could be <laughs> a reality. possible. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's, it's very wild, possible. Man. Or, or get this, get this. Okay. Donald Trump is our next president. Ivanka is the vice president. Donald Trump dies in office. Ivanka takes the president. That's a stretch. I don't think people would vote for that. A Trump Trump ticket. You don't think the Trumpers would would just come out of the woodwork for a Trump Trump ticket? I think they uh, would. Well, yeah, I they think would. they would go to the polls while jacking off. They would they would come <laughs> to elation at the moment they fucking pressed the vote because they thought, oh, America. And they that, fucking that's a little sex magic for you right there, dude. If yeah. they do that. I mean, uh, I think that Trump's lost a lot of support, a lot of support. Um, I think he can get a lot of it back if he just goes out there and trashes Hillary Clinton again. Dude, yeah. I, 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 I won't lie to you. I think that if uh, if Hillary runs against Trump again in 2024, I, I would love to see it. I'm not going to lie. It's I mean, I have a podcast. It's endless content, endless content. Oh, dude. God, you could we could do a show every single day and there would be <laughs> enough content in a single day to fill a two hour show. Yeah, every single show. And we could just call it the clown show and just mockingly fucking follow it day to day. It could be that could be epic. We may have to do that if that happens, just like an election special. I know. And then it would turn into like a UFC thing where they do like the trinities where like, you know, like Volkanovsky just fought uh, Holloway for the third time and uh, Volkanovsky won every single time. And it's like, dude, if if Hillary Clinton wins this one, which I don't think she would. But then it's like when they're fucking 120 years old, they're having their third round and they're both like, uh, you know, talking through robotics or whatever. And it's just like, dude. 
it is getting into like this point where it is some clown shit. It's weird. It is. It, and yeah, man, I, I just hope that like more people could wake up and be like, you know, yeah, neither one of these guys are good. None of, none, no one that's going to make it to that ticket's great. And I've used the analogy of, of rooting for either one of these politicians. Are you a sports fan? No, not really. I used to be. So I know sports, but I don't. What do you, what used to be your sport? Football, baseball, college football specifically. Okay. And then you, you, you usually you pick a team. You've never voted for the referee in a game. Right. I heard you right? say that the other day and I was like, man, that's a good way of fucking putting that. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> that's what that is. It's like, you know, yeah. when someone, when the referee calls a, a foul or, or a freaking, you know, false start or whatever. And you're like, yes, dude, that was, the, that was a good call. You know, yeah. people do that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people don't even realize when they're rooting for the, the referee or the umpire, or whatever the official. And I think, well, that, the game that, has become so fucking muddled. You don't know who the referee is. Anymore. Maybe I'm the referee. Maybe there's not even a referee anymore. It's just fucking chaos. Who knows? Am I <laughs> Somebody real? owns the stadium that it's in. That's where it's what it's come down to. It's like an old school gladiator match. You just throw it a is. bunch of shit in the middle and watch it from above. And I'm just like, ha look at all these idiots. <laughs> Fucking scampering around. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point to where I think this is all a show for the people outside of the fucking outside of our realm. And they're just all laughing at us at the shit they, they're able to keep doing it. Like, why do they keep doing that? It's like freaking rat experiments in a lab. Like, we're just in a we're in a giant game scenario where they just keep fucking with us just to fuck with us. You know, it's funny you say that, man. We actually, you know, me and Kim were we're working on uh, a few different episodes here. And one is like one of the earliest thoughts that I remember. I thought I was really smart looking back as a kid. Um, one of the earliest thoughts where I thought I had a good I, original idea was that we're just an experiment in some sort of Petri dish. So mm. when I learned what a Petri dish was, just like a relatively young kid and we're seeing these things grow in the Petri dish. And I'm like, couldn't that be us in there? And like something else is doing that with us. And they're trying to control these things. And, um i actually think it's something different than that now i think that um and this goes back to like the five sons idea and like these cycles of the cataclysms and all this weird shit that um maybe our consciousness down here is some experiment and then once humanity is wiped out fully after this fifth fun fifth and final son we go into some other realm and we take the knowledge and the experiences that we learned here to try to make that utopian fake environment um, like almost too perfect of an environment, we try and make that more realistic or something. Right. Where we can actually have some suffering and some negativity that makes life worth living. Because you can't be happy without sad. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's I don't a, know. Agent Smith says that in The Matrix. He's like, we we tried to make the perfect human utopia and it didn't work. We, it was destroyed quickly and we lost crops of humans. He said, so he's like, he said like a, humans are hardwired for pain and suffering definitely yeah no right? we we, we so, wouldn't feel yeah yeah i mean there has to be i mean there has to be something that makes it worth fighting there's something about human the human condition that we have to fight for something like we have to yeah. feel like we're fighting for something whether it's your family or you know the lgbtqrxtuv fucking community abcdfg or, fucking whatever your passion project is we all want to feel like we have a purpose right we're doing something positive um, like you said like what do we what do you care about the most you know mine is my kids so yeah you know somebody else is you know 
fucking shouting their abortion and somebody else is, you know, fucking their boyfriend in the ass, you know, that we all put our energy where we want to, where we think it's most valuable. Well, that's what blows my mind too, is people have kids and then they're still really wrapped up in these politics. Like they're, they're still at rallies. Like they get a babysitter, even though they can barely afford the rent, they mm-hmm. get a babysitter so that they can go and rally at an, at an anti-abortion or pro-abortion. Um, pro-abortion of- is the funniest pro-abortion. Yeah, hundred percent of pro-abortion yeah. advocates weren't abortion. Yeah, I mean, well, and then, you, but you would go to them and you would say that you'd be like, "Well, what if you weren't born?" You'd be like, "Well, I, I would never know it." You know what I mean? There is some weird. Uh, yeah, that's a big problem that I have, even though I try and stay pretty neutral and everything. But <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking advocating for that is a is a weird, weird thing, man. But I, I don't, I don't understand. My problem with that shit is I don't understand how you can only be pro-choice when it comes to murdering babies. Like you say you're pro-choice, but do you apply that standard literally anywhere else in your life? No. Vaccines. <laughs> anything. Literally anything. No, you're not. You yeah, don't. Drive you, speed you, yeah. You're super okay with all the other tyrannical nonsense and force mandates and anything else. You are only pro-choice when it comes to killing the most defenseless humans in the world well it's a cult i mean it just like everything is a cult we're talking about we're talking about the cult of trump a a lot in this episode and and you know i made it a point to bring up the idea that the the waters have been muddied there intentionally i think we'd both agree on because the left who is anti-right and vice versa right's anti-left the left hates trump and if you hate trump or you don't like trump or support trump you are not in the middle. You're a leftist if you don't support Trump. And Trump did a good job doing that. There was actually this mm-hmm. guy that wrote a book uh, titled The Cult of Trump. His name is like Stephen Hassan or something. And um, he was in a cult before. And he he lists all these different ways that Trump has turned his follower base into a cult. And it was yeah. very good. He did a good job doing that. But I had a problem when he got to the end where he said, like, the libertarians are a cult. And, you know, people that watch Fox News, they're in a cult, too. And he lists all these things. He never brings up the Democrats. He never brings up CNN. He really? never brings up, yeah, he never brings up scientism or anything like that. Dude, and that's one thing that he actually said. He was like, you know, I am a, I believe in science. I believe in all this stuff. And it's like, dude, okay, that's a fucking cult right there, too, buddy. But, you, you know, you went from one thing to another, but you've justified it. In your own mind. And people do that, dude. I it's think hypocrisy. Even, yeah. Well, I think even being someone that is like a, a quote unquote independent thinker and they pride themselves on that, that's becoming a cult now, too. I see right. a lot of people following a couple of, of big podcasters and saying that they are independent thinkers, even though they all fucking think the same, but <sighs> it's different. So, you know, they feel good about that. It's, I don't know, whatever makes people sleep at night, I guess, whatever. Fuck it. Well, people <laughs> want to feel like they're, they, they want their cake and to eat it too, right? They want to feel independent, but also part of the group. I learned a long time ago. I just don't give a I really don't. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. It's the most liberating thing ever. Uh, Jean Leje- what's his name? John Lejoy. He's a, he's a YouTuber dude from back in the old early 2000 days when YouTube was still kind of an independent place. Um, he was a comedian and he has a, uh, a video called I Don't Give a Fuck. And it's it's a song about not giving a fuck. And it's like the intro is like, are you stressed out at work? Do you have marriage problems or something? It's like, try not giving a fuck. It's done like an infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
every I think I think everybody needs to try to not give as much of a fuck. Like just fucking relax. Try not caring as much. Just relax the fuck because it's yeah, man, liberating. I mean, yeah, dude. I'll uh I'll give one last thought here, and it's uh it might sound hack, but um Black Mirror has an episode where they talk about something very similar to this, and I love that damn show, dude. I think that there's a lot of truth in that show. I, it's not like I I'm not in the Black Mirror cult, okay? But I do I do think that it's a great show. There's some good good uh, predictive programming in there for sure. And there's one episode with a redhead chick, and she is obsessed with her social credit, and she just wants to you know get the highest possible social credit so that she can move into a house that she wants because she has the real credit to move into the house. She makes enough money but she doesn't have the right social credit score to move into this nice neighborhood that she wants. So she does everything that she can, you know, everyone's going by each other and they're holding up their phones and you swipe up on people to give them a five star. You swipe down to give them a one and all that stuff. So she's just walking by strangers, giving them five stars every time she passes by them and then they give them back to her. So her, her credit score starts climbing up a little bit, but then when she gets invited to this wedding, she ends up, you know, kind of panicking and freaking out a little bit and acting a little erratic and at the airport she snaps on somebody and then everyone around her downvotes her and it drops her score she cusses at the the tsa lady so the tsa drops her like a full point and now she's not able to fly on the plane so she has to rent a car to get to this wedding on time and it's like she goes from almost being a five star which is a perfect score down to like a two star you know what i mean and she ends up meeting this old lady that's a semi-truck driver And she hasn't given a fuck for a long time. And she's like, you know what? Like, start cussing at people and just, like, remove the idea that the social credit doesn't matter. Like, you can still live in a house. You can still do all this shit. And it's liberating. And this girl ends up in jail with a zero for her score. And she's finally happy, like, legitimately happy when she's in jail fucking, you know, yelling at her prison inmate. And they're both just, like, calling each other ugly and fat and just, like, letting out all this fucking word vomit that they've been storing up for years and they're just talking (laughs) shit to each other but they're laughing you know what i mean it's like you're fucking ugly well yeah you're fat and like they're just laughing their asses off and she's genuinely happy but unfortunately she's in fucking jail dude i think it's fucking it's it's crazy you know it's a mixed message obviously some people um, uh some people love the jail life um, yeah dude it was just interesting to me that's you know i've always wanted to watch black mirror but never really never really jumped into it um oh I, there's I some think I, I think it's just uh, my brain can only handle so fucking much man um i lived through the twilight zone days and tales oh, yeah. from the crypt and a bunch of fucked up shit and like you know i, I gotta i gotta limit what i can what i can throw at my brain now. <laughs> yeah, if you ever have free time check it out there's some great great shows there dude it's yeah uh, there's tons of i'll have it, i'll end up getting into it but it'll probably be down the line when uh when I'm just kind of looking for something because every time I get told about that show, it's very interesting. I'm like, man, that sounds pretty badass. And it's just more of them telling us, right. They're, yeah. they're, they're telling us through all of these shows, what they're going to do to us and how it's going to be. Um, social credit score is it's, it's coming at least it's already in the here. cities. Well, I mean, we have the credit score. actually, you know, I tell people the social credit score is already here. We have the social security and the, credit score you know those two things are just gonna kind of combine and it's gonna start controlling your life a little bit more if you have an online banking app go and check out if they if they show you the pie chart of where your money goes 
Um, that's the foundation of a social credit score because they tell you how much money a month you spend on gas. They tell you how much you spend on food, how much on other, which is like your disposable income. And they have all these different things on where you spend your money. So you'll get your carbon tax from your gas. You'll get your carbon tax from your food. You'll get all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, and they go down further and further where it's like, oh, yeah, he sure. bought cigarettes this day. He bought tobacco. He bought alcohol. Um, you know, you're not getting enough fiber when you take a shit in your smart toilet. So no, uh, you know, no binding foods for you. You know, it's going to get to this point where it's like that, man. And uh, again, not to beat a dead horse, but thank Trump for investing more in AI here in the United States. So yeah. I mean, like that's a that's a big part, and his so. his, uh, his buddy Elon Musk is in on that shit, too. Because anybody that thinks that Elon Musk is a good guy, you know, I've got a freaking bridge to sell you. Wait, you're telling me he's not good? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, he's, that guy. Uh, people are like, "Oh, really? He's bad." And I'm like, "Dude, he hasn't started a single company. He's stolen every single company he's had. He's lied constantly. He said he came from a meager background when his dad owned Emerald Mines in South America. It's definitely." tied to cecil Rhodes in some way for sure couldn't not be um and grandfather led the technocrat party in canada too so that's a big one that a lot yeah. of people forget so <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. like it's so insane mom's it's a witch so insane. elon uh, fucking uh werner von braun wrote a book in the 50s about a dude named elon that goes to mars colonizes so, mars yeah so, yeah so i mean like jesus christ people i mean he's got the boring company that i'm pretty sure is helping build maybe caved in tunnels between all the dumbs because there's a there's like 140 something dumbs in america and like 13 or 1400 of them worldwide and yeah. they're all connected with tunnels they're all connected with tunnels and they I, I think they used to be like natural tunnels. I think there's actual like caves and caverns and tunnels that connect everything under the under the earth. Um, and they I think they've started to cave in. And that's why they needed Elon Musk to save us all with the boring company. And he bores the tunnels that fix the collapsed ones. Huh. And if there's earthquakes and shit, it's either because one of those tunnels is collapsing or. It's possible that, you know, they're drilling a new tunnel. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got SpaceX. So it's like look up, SpaceX. Look up in the sky and, and look at all this shit while it's going on underneath your feet. Inversion, right? Inversion. So yeah. that's him saying, look what I'm doing up here. So you don't look at what he's doing underground. Yeah. So very class, true. Classic diversion. And then, you know, I think Trump is going to do something with the truck drivers. He's going to that's going to come under Trump um, where electric he, driving. Yep. Because his pal Elon Musk has self-driving semis. You know, the guy that wants to put a chip in your brain. Yeah, that guy. He also wants your supplies to be driven around the country in self-driving vehicles, which I'm all for creative destruction. You know, the the destruction of the horse and buggy led to the automobile. And I really like internal combustion engines. They're real badass. Um, so, uh, and like nobody, nobody was thinking about the destruction of the, the cart maker, the, you know, the buggy maker when they advanced, you know, yeah. transportation, you know, so that shit happens, you know, the people that made VCRs, you know, when DVDs came along, they got phased out. So it, it happens all the time. That's just part of progression, but I think it should be 
voluntarily implement. And I think we'd be far more advanced if we were allowed to advance at our own rate. Um, I think we'd be way beyond, way beyond. Well, there's there's proof that uh, like water-powered vehicles can be a thing. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. They, they just don't, for some reason, um, you know, all these electric car vehicle people are like, yeah, let's just do that. And, you know, that's horrible for the environment too, where those things come from, where you, what you got to do to dispose of them. You can't really oh. recycle that shit. You know what I mean? Nope. But then for some reason, you bring up water-powered vehicles and you're a Nazi. I mean, I don't get it. You know, or but... you're or you're just an idiot. Like oh, you can't run water up the car on a water. Yeah. Like yeah, I can actually. Then they just kill everybody that comes up with the idea for some reason. Like like the dude that got killed in Buffalo, man. There's yep. that video is still up on YouTube. It's so... if it, if they didn't take it down, it's not taken down for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, I don't so, know, man. Because... Uh, that whole Buffalo shooting. I think they want you to think that that's i think that is an intentional uh because the dude was a cop i think that was an intentional distraction well i actually went back and i watched some of his old videos like years and years and years ago that he was talking about it you know what i mean he talked about his invention he'd been fucking around with it for a while mm-hmm. and um he just happened he was a security guard and he and an ex-cop uh retired cop and um you know he just happened to to be the security guard at this place i don't know if he if he's the intentional one but i mean I don't know. There is something very real to that idea. And you said it yourself that these people that come up with this and go public with it end up dying. I mean, even go back to Tesla, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then Ed Lee Scallon. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he he died under serious cir- circumstances, too. Right. I mean, it, it, most of the things they do, these false flags and shootings and all of this shit, there's there's always it's always multi-layered, right? That they sure. maybe wanted to get that dude. Because what he had been talking about it for a long time, but he was up for like a patent review. Patent. Like he was, he had, he had moved to the next step of going, okay, I've got to move forward with this because he had continued to progress what he was doing to where I think at one point in time, he shut the car, he shut the water uh, off to where it wasn't creating hydrogen anymore. And the car kept running. Mm-hmm. And so the car was sitting there running theoretically, not even on on the fuel that he was supposedly making. And it was just like, wait a minute. Now it's just running. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that when he found that out, then he was like, all right, now, I've, now I have something and I'm going to go get this patented. And they were like, no, um, as a matter of fact, uh, let's uh, do a couple things at this store here. That Send in the does. FBI. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Crazy, man. We live in a weird, weird time, but it's uh, entertaining at the very least, you know, man, there's always something to talk about in there. Like there is. there's, there's never a shortage of things to talk about, you know, well, and look at right now we set off to talk about Trump. We talked about so many other things. Yeah. I mean, and it all ties together because it's all part of the part of the system that's there. I mean, I think a lot of shit is going to come when Trump takes office again. Uh, I think a lot of the things that I see coming, I thought were coming a little earlier, um, but they're going to wait. They're going to wait. I think the dark winter is going to happen under, under Biden. And that's okay. going to be one of the things a lot of people are going to die. Um, and Biden's going to flub the recovery. Shit's going to get really fucked up. And then, and that might be the winter, like right before election year. Um, That'll be the October surprise. You think? Possibly it might be, hmm. um, but it, it could be the year before that to where people are just waiting, you know, the winter right before the 2024 election. So winter well, that's of kind 2023, of this year. I mean, 
I mean, that's really this year, year because 2023, you're already kind of, you're already balls deep in campaigning. Yeah. So, so I mean, either this, this winter, which I mean, we got a couple months till then. And well, I, I think mean, it'll, it'll year. be late enough that they wouldn't be able to get an impeachment uh, okay. because I, I don't think they want Kamala. They don't want Kamala. Um, no, one they've, they've Kamala. made they've made that very clear. Kamala was a placeholder. She was meant to be a distraction. She was never meant to be anybody. Um, but what she is, which most vice presidents are now, she may make an appearance later, you know, um, a couple presidencies down. She might go up against Ivanka. Hmm. I don't see that. I think that Tulsi Gabbard is going to be in there and in, in the mix in some way to split the Republican vote, I think. Maybe. Yeah, because she's a fake Republican. She's a well, Hindu. She's a fake everything. <laughs> well, yeah, she's a Hindu, but she pretends she's Christian. I mean, she doesn't really pretend she's Christian, but she went to CPAC, which is a Christian thing. It's the C stands for conservative, but it's it started out as a fundamentalist Christian, you know, conservative mm-hmm. thing. And why the fuck she has no business speaking at CPAC? You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, it's it's interesting. Uh, before we wrap up, dude, I was going to tell you, you know, the the last time we spoke was on my show. We talked about the Vatican. Yeah, and uh, we didn't bring up the chrono visor because that was something that I had just learned about. Are you familiar with that at all? The time no, machine? What's that? Oh, what? The yeah, Vatican has a time machine. I mean, I don't know. You know, this is one of those things where uh, it's wild to think about. It's um, in in an Italian newspaper in 1972. Um, there was a photo. Uh, there was a uh, an article printed that was called along the lines of they they finally created a machine that can see into the past. And what this does, you know, you brought up Werner von Braun. Werner von Braun, along with two uh, Catholic priest chemists, created this machine that takes uh, radiological fingerprints from different times. You type in a date or whatever. It takes the, the radiological fingerprint of that time, and it creates still images that move like a movie. And you can see things like they said that they saw the crucifixion of Jesus. They saw the founding of Rome and you can go really shortly into the future as well. Um, And this is also the, and so what, what got me looking into this was the AI precog crime where Mm -hmm. they say they came up with a program that can predict crime a week away with 90% accuracy. And I think that, yeah, it's bullshit, but if it is real, it would have something to do with this chrono visor. And um, it's a wild thing, dude. I mean, Italy talked about this. It was kind of one of those things that was buried. And even mainstream science will acknowledge in some way that this is possible. Because when you do anything, there is um, there is a radiological fingerprint of that. Right. Right. By me saying this right now to you, that is forever in space time with the, the regular like right. quantum physics and shit. So they they claim that they were able to tap into this and be able to actually view it on a on a little screen (laughs) it's fun it's fun wouldn't that be interesting um i mean of course they're gonna take anything and i'm assuming that's part of like project looking glass or something and Um, and remote viewing yeah yeah Uh, i think they've they've had these abilities because if they start talking about it i think it's been around for a long time so as soon as they start talking about it like them saying it in the news now that shit's been going on for a long time They've just finally gotten to the point to where the society wouldn't really see it as that big of a deal. Like it would. Well, be yeah, the chronovisor is not in the news now, but the the chronovisor was first in the news in Italy in the seventies, seventy two. But the AI yeah. shit is what brought that to my attention, and I start looking like, 
then I see this chronovisor thing that Werner von Braun's a part of, you know, and the, mm-hmm. the Catholic Church supported the Nazis. So it's like, yeah, they were tied in. So oh, for sure. It's a fun rabbit hole to get down, dude. I might do an episode in depth on it. I talked about it briefly on like an introduction, but um, it's, yeah, it's wild. It's pretty intense. I mean, they the Vatican with their Lucifer telescope and, you know, there's there's a lot of crazy. There's so much crazy shit with that fucking place. The Moloch statue at the entrance. Yeah. Wild. They got they got like 53 square miles of storage. I mean, we just got some Rembrandts down there and a couple of Picassos. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah fucking right <laughs> it's hard to know man all these churches are really weird you know i i always question myself a little bit when i talk shit about the mormon church i've got some great mormon listeners but i mean they have the largest dna base in the world you know like they yeah. they collect dna data and they they baptize the dead you know what i mean yeah and um you know I, so the, all these religions do weird shit i think the vatican is is the is where they hide all of the history of ever, all the resets all everything everything that's the hub well the religious leaders of the world i think have always had control even under like louis the 13th i'm looking into this guy this um nicholas puisson and um he he had some excuse me he had some secret knowledge uh sacred geometry knowledge and um kind of like foreshadows the the cataclysm that's supposedly going to end the world in the future this guy grew up in he think he died in the 1600s and um even then, Louis the Thirteenth requested that this Puissin, a French dude, comes back to France. Um, but the the Secretary of State of War, who was a cardinal, was like, "No, you have to come back." Louis asking you, "I'm telling you to come back." You know what I mean? And so, like, for some reason, always, you know, the cardinals and the the popes and all these people, they get their way throughout time. I think even now they get their way. And uh, I yep. think that's kind of why you see this Pope now. He's not so hardline uh, Catholic. He's more open to, you know, the the Buddhism and the Hinduism and the, the religion of the UN, which is Hinduism and Buddhism, you know, they're which open is to gonna, it. Dude. Which is going to end up being the world religion when I th- it's going to be somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Out. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna yeah be I've been doing a lot of work on that. It's going to be worship of the state. You know, the state is all high. But it's going to be be peaceful, don't cause wars, like kind of, you know, calm as a Hindu cow, as uh, Tyler Durden so eloquently said in Fight Club. So, Dude, you have, have you heard of uh, Maitreya? I know we're wrapping up, but you heard of Maitreya? I've been talking about him a lot lately. No. So on uh, June 14th, 2022 here, just a few uh, weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, they have this thing at the UN called World Invocation Day on behalf of the Lucius Trust. Funded by founded by Alice Bailey and Foster Bailey, who the Lucius Trust was originally called the Lucifer Trust in the twenties, yeah. and they changed that to Lucius because they wanted to start working with the UN as Foster Bailey was working with them the whole time. Um, so the Lucifer Trust goes from manufacturing and producing Luciferian uh, material to producing UN material, and they on on the fourteenth of June had a prayer that you can go and watch the video on the UN's website, World Invocation Day, asking for the coming one to return. And this is Maitreya, the fifth and final Buddha. And uh, with him, he brings the spirits that are within all of the world leaders. So if you don't believe in lizard people, now's your time to maybe consider it because the UN actually admits to some spirits guiding 
the world's leaders. So I, I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of stuff, dude. The the rabbit hole goes on and on. <laughs> it goes on and on, man. It's so insane. It's so fucking insane. I just man, what a ride though. I mean, you're right. What a fucking ride. I mean, to watch all of this, I mean, I've come a long way. I, you know, if you would ask me, you know, 10 years ago, hey, do you think in 10 years you're going to be trying to move out on 40 acres and you would be, you know, the land you were living on, you'd have, you know, 30 chickens in the backyard and a pig running around. I'd be like, fucking no, that's crazy. Um, but that's exactly what I've got going on. You know, we got a bunch of kids in the house all the time. We got chickens everywhere. We got, you know, we're living the city farm life until we can get out on some land. And I would have never guessed. I mean, I was, you know, 10 years ago, at least pre-divorce, I was, I was living in the city, looking to expand my business and live the regular ass life. I mean, I was still kind of an anarchist, but I was in the, I just, you know, I realized you have to use the system to, in in order to be able to really get prosperous. Take a little advantage. Why not? You know, they, they do yeah, it to dude. you. Dude, you don't hate pig? play. Yeah, don't hate hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, I got a pig. Dude, you got to turn that pig into a Birko ham. I don't know if you've heard of that shit, but you got to do that. <laughs> no, what's that? Oh man, dude, I can go on and on about this, dude. I know, I know that we're trying to wrap up. I can tell you're tired, but dude, what's like this that? fucking this this ham. It's supposedly the best ham in the world. I was actually telling my girlfriend, uh, we're not that. eating this one. This is a house pig. Okay, I mean, well, she's you outside get a right now. Dude. Just running around, running rough shop on the town. Yeah, dude. She was, uh, we got her from some people that had her as a house pig. She's potty trained. Um, and we had her inside for a couple days. And then, like, she really wanted to go outside to go to the bathroom. She really didn't like going to the bathroom in the house. Um, and the front yard, we, we live by a kind of busy road. And so I was like, man, I don't want her out there. She fucking bolts into traffic. She weighs like, 50 pounds but trying to grab her is like trying to grab a fucking giant wet noodle Mm -hmm. like it's impossible um and so i just took her out in the back and she didn't want to come back in she gets mad when you make her go back inside now because she's now once she discovered there's an outside she was just like holy shit (laughs) what is this i'm supposed to be yeah it was it was great and now she just stays outside but she's super chill hangs out with the chickens all day and um you know give her some belly scratches i got a kiddie pool for her so she can hang out in the kiddie pool nice yeah well if you had a pig that you could turn into to food uh iberico ham is like is the shit supposedly it wins like the best ham in the world all the time every single year and i love pork i'm not gonna lie i know it's bad for you uh bacon's (laughs) the shit I don't know the Jews, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think the Arabs and the Jews don't like pigs, right? Um, I, I will delicious. Eat yeah. Um, so what it is, dude, it's a wild thing. So it, they, they feed these things, uh, nothing, but it's a specific kind of pig. It's a black pig. Um, and I guess technically you weren't, you wouldn't be able to do it cause they have to be raised in either Spain or Portugal <laughs> and they, so yeah, I guess maybe you could try and do your own Texas version of it. But you feed it, you know, a holistic diet while it's running around outside, natural shit, no no fake bullshit. And then uh, six months to a year, depending on how good you want it to be and how much money you got to throw down, you feed it nothing but acorns for the last six months to a year of its life. All acorns. And then um, it's still running around. It's happy. It's having a good life. Then you kill it and you take the legs and the legs you uh, cure 
for up to 48 months and it gets this mold on the outside of it and the mold encases all the flavoring and you can literally once it's at that point you can leave the ham out for like a year and you can just like leave it on your counter and just cut pieces off of it for a year oh yeah okay yeah yeah and it's got mold in it but it's edible mold and supposedly it's just like like I don't know if you've ever eaten like a truffle or truffle oil, but mm. it's like just rich and like I'd I like to try right. some. It, it sounds disgusting, but I think it's, somebody uh, got something similar to that, to that one time. I went to a party or something and that was like the centerpiece of what they had. The ham it was this insane ham. <laughs> yeah. um, and they were like, yeah, you just leave it on the counter and you just cut on it. And they ended up cutting on it for like a week. Like they would just go by and just cut take a fucking divot out of it and it just yeah. sat on the counter and just you just leave it on the counter um yeah and, uh, yeah i remember that ham being really fucking good it was moldy ham probably but it's probably it's, well, it's dude, the old way that they did stuff was the yeah. right way i mean they yeah. did things the right way um and i've 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 had maybe a similar ham probably not i don't know if it was that one particular but i've had a similar style of ham um that was like aged over fucking forever. And then I've had, you know, steaks, people do it the right way where you dry, uh, you dry cure a steak and those are fucking badass. And like, it's all old school methods are killer, killer mm-hmm. ways to do things, man. We think that, and, and it's not hard to do. Like it takes time for some of this stuff, but when you're on a rotation, you just always have one going, you know, like when it's, when it's a staple, it's just a thing that you do. Um, and they always make everything seem that it's going to be really hard to be self-sustainable when it's not, it's really not. I mean, if you could do it as simply as just getting a bunch of chickens, mm-hmm. that's the easiest thing you can do. Cause they just produce the purest form of protein every day, every day, like freaking clockwork. I mean, we get tons of eggs. There's a hundred eggs on our counter at any given time. <laughs> so what do you give them to people or do you use it for shit? We just got them on a cycle. We just have them on a cycle that we eat them. We eat enough and they produce enough that they just kind of get cycled through. But there's always like a hundred on the counter and we just cycle. Through. Well, I know the Chinese do weird shit with eggs. There's ways that you can uh, age eggs. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, there's ways to store them, too. If you store them in jars of uh, lime water, they can store for up to two years. And oh, it's wow. just lime water. Yeah. You just put them in lime water and they, they'll stay good for up to two years fuck that's and, good it, and the lime doesn't penetrate through the egg it just keeps them from going bad huh interesting it's just lime and water huh yep fuck man yeah dude i need to get some chickens man i live on an acre and a quarter right now oh to- dude you got plenty of room for chickens dude i live on like a quarter acre i got 27 chickens oh yeah no i have plenty dude yeah <laughs> no i wanted shit, like dude. i want dude chickens i want goats i want all i want all kinds of stuff because i love uh I, I would like to get into the process of making cheese don't get a male goat unless you got a female don't. oh no yeah i would get like a, a male and a female i'd like to breed them because dude i can eat goat meat i don't give a fuck dude i know well, that they're adorable but i'd eat the shit out of them adam from deborah gets red pilled says that uh lamb meat and lamb milk is actually a lot better so or yeah so you get well, sheep, cheese is delicious so you get sheep and the milk is more like cow's milk. It's sweet instead of bitter, like goat's milk. Goat milk's um, more nutritious, <clears throat> I know for a fact, though. Right. Um, that's why you can make cheeses and all of that stuff out of goat milk. Well, feta cheese is sheep cheese, uh, sheep milk. Yeah. Feta cheese is good. 
So yeah, I mean, so. I could do either one, dude. Yeah. I know goats are a little more resilient goats, out here in this heat. Goats piss all over the place, and they male goats are disgusting. I had one for a while. I had to get rid of it because it was just fucking squirting shit everywhere. Um, <laughs> and I didn't want to castrate him because I was like, man, I want to fucking breed him. So I don't want to castrate him yet. Um, and I don't have room for a fucking other goat. I didn't know he was going to be fucking squirting his goddamn nonsense all over everything. Um, and so <laughs> I found somebody that wanted to breed him with their females. And I was like, all right, here, here, he can go be a stud. Uh, I, I ain't got time for that shit. Dude. No, he's so, living his best life. Oh yeah. He's just roaming around. There's a, there's one other old ass male goat, but the rest of them are females. So he's out there fucking his fucking heart's Counting desire. goat puss. Yeah, dude. He's just <laughs> having a blast. Sowing his wild seed. Good for him. <laughs> um, but every That's time wonderful. we go to the local like feed store, we'll see goats. And I'm like, God, I want another goat. Because their goats are cool, man. Goats are really, really rad animals. You either have to castrate the male or get a female. I'm going to get a female the next time, whether it's a sheep or a goat. They both have very similar demeanors. Um, and if I get it, uh, what does Adam have? He's got a long-haired sheep long-haired sheep so i don't think you have to you have to cut mm-hmm. i think their hair gets to a terminal length and just stops yeah dude out here i would have to have a completely enclosed pen like not even like the the top could be visible i don't know how how he keeps his but we had uh just the other day we saw a mountain lion in the front yard i mean it's oh, uh, shit really mm-hmm. it's no good dude so yeah we'd have to have there's a goat down the street and he's got like a little apartment like it's all chain link but even the yeah. top is fucking cut i mean like it and it's small um but i think it'd be some, it's a gold of mine to to get um probably even before chickens even though chickens are cool because i'm not a big egg guy but yeah chickens peacocks down the street there's you get chickens jacked for sure you need to fortify that yard uh, oh yeah dude I've, there's just, there's a lot of animals down here man there's a fucking there's an emu farm there's uh peacocks like i said there's um goats there's bulls there's all kinds of shit around here dude yeah right around here Fun stuff, but not well, into brother, it yet. Well, when you get there, let me know. Because once you once you start getting chickens, it's crazy. It, it blows up like crazy. You realize chickens are the coolest things ever. They're just so rad. And we just keep getting them. My wife's like, let's get some more. I'm like, no. All right. Okay. Let's get some more. <laughs> we picked up three more last weekend just because why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's get three more. I know a dude here right down the street from me. Actually, he's a listener of the show. He uh he breeds his own and then he mm-hmm. slaughters them. You know what I mean? That's yep. the dream. You know what I mean? If you can have your own chickens, that's beautiful. Yeah, we just got a rooster so we can hopefully start breeding soon. I'd love yeah. to, I'd love to breed some and either sell the the chickens we get, you know, as chicks, because I think that's going to be a valuable commodity soon. You know, if the food shortages continue, um, then chicks and eggs and even egg laying chickens, because I'm paying freaking 30 bucks for an egg laying laying chicken, right? Mm. Um, Full size egg laying chickens are going for good money. So if you can raise them until they're full size, man, you can get 30 bucks a pop. Flip them. Yeah. Yeah. And you've just chicken braider. Yeah, dude, fuck it. Why not? I got to do everything myself. So that's the idea. Um, is to become completely financially independent where I'm doing everything my own and that will lower my reliance on anything that the system has to offer because I'm supplying my own food and water and energy and, uh, you know, and so I need very little money to get by and I can just, you know, 
trade goods and trade labor and do a little here and there and not have any debt and just be living free, man. Out in the yeah. out in the fucking wilderness somewhere, not giving a fuck. <laughs> That's the dream. That is, man. That is. Good luck so, to it, man. All right, man. I appreciate it. Well, dude, this was a blast. I am getting a little tired. It is uh <laughs> it's been a long day. But uh dude, thanks for coming. Uh, we can always shoot the shit about this kind of stuff. I like that we kind of went on a few tangents, but I think people get the point, you know, but fuck the system. That's that's my overall message. Always watch it for some entertainment. And so, you know, what's coming, but fuck the system. Yeah. System. Both sides of it, both sides, left yeah. and right, man. There's no, there's no good side. It's two heads of the same Eagle. It's yeah. a, it's a two headed bird, man. And and they're uh, both, both heads want to fucking take your head off. So <laughs> yeah, I've got a shirt that I made for the 2020 elections. It says uh, no pedo 2020. And on yeah. the back, it says the lesser of two evils is still, is still evil. I hate that. Yeah. I, I used to hear that from my father who I love. I respect the hell out of my, my dad, obviously, but I, that never resonated with me even as a kid. Why, why are you picking less of two evils? Why don't we go for something better? But yeah. uh, here we are, man. But uh, yeah, we'll this see. has been great. Yeah, brother. Great. We'll do it again soon. Um, we'll tell everybody where they can find you and then I'll spill my beans too for your audience. Oh, sure, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot for, uh, for giving me the chance to do that. Yeah, no, I uh, dangerous world podcast, man. You can find me everywhere. And, uh, you know, I have the Patreon, um, just, just Google dangerous world podcast and that'll pop up. And, uh, also the merch store, dangerousworldstore.com, and, uh, have some new products coming out under a different brand who I am helping get into the conspiracy world. So hopefully there will be some fun stuff that, that, um, some people can, uh, you know, kind of get involved with, and it will also like help your health a little bit and things like that but it'll also be conspiratorial themed. So I'm excited to, to help this company kind of get involved with that. So yeah. it's going to be fun, man. We're, okay. we're, uh, we're, we're trying to have fun over here. That's, I think that yeah. what you got to do before we get nuked or whatever, but uh, what well, about you for my audience, man. Bob? Well, first of all, buy some of his gear because the shirts are fucking very nice quality handmade shirts. They're badass. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. The, the I, one I that it. didn't get some you. of the best merch thank you very much that one that didn't fit you you ended up getting the right size it was it was all right yeah the sleeves are a little weird but i'm also super picky okay so i still well, rock no, all of them i still wear nice. them <laughs> i'm there just real go. i'm just real picky i'm overly picky because i'm a weird body shape <laughs> <laughs> i got okay, the torso well. of like a six foot man but the legs of a five foot five dude and the arms of like a five <laughs> foot 10 guy and the head of like a six, five giant. That's funny. Dude. Like, I'm just this weird shaped guy. So I'm very particular. I have to wear the right size stuff where I look all fucking mismatched. <laughs> Me too, dude. Me too. I got to get long body t-shirts. So yeah. 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 My shirts, I like, I like my shirts a certain length and you know, I'm big enough that like, but I'm also only five, nine. So like extra large shirts are usually too long. Usually Um, recently they haven't been. So I don't know what's going on in the world, but usually I couldn't go extra large because then they'd be too long and some larges weren't big enough. And I'm like, well, fuck, but I can't get a goddamn extra large because it's going to be like six feet too long. And it's going to be like a dress because there's this disparity, this, this, uh, this discrepancy between large and extra large for some reason. It's like a big size change or used to be now it's not you know i got i got extra larges from you and i'm like all right these 
this works. <laughs> like the larges were tight as fuck on me. And I'm like, God damn it. Like I'm not That's so weird. I'm not that big. Like I'm not a well, small hey, I'm a two X if it makes you feel better. I'm a two X. I'm six I mean, foot two X. So you know that's, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm five nine and I'm an extra large. So <laughs> I think uh relatively <laughs> we're the, we're about the same size you just you know if i was a couple inches taller i'd i'd be probably a double xl too hey we're happy we're this not we're not poorly or fat we're just happy that's Fest- all it is festively plump <laughs> yeah thanks bob did you tell so, can you tell so you tell, yeah uh, uh, I'm Moral Bob. My podcast is hidden in plain sight. You can find it on all the podcatchers. Apparently, there's a ton of hidden in plain sight podcasts out there. Real weird. Most of them kind of mocking uh, conspiracy stuff. Apparently, I've been recently told that there is a bunch of uh, hidden in plain sight podcasts. But mine is uh, the green and white logo with the eyeball. Uh, So, you know, it's not the most intense. It's not as beautiful as ryan's logo but it gets the point across <laughs> um, okay, you. you can find my podcast everywhere actualactivist.com as well and alt media united i am on instagram at the hidden pod and at spaces fake and gay uh, and if you think space is real uh come at me um if you come at me with an open mind we can have a decent conversation we'll see where we land uh, but if you come at me being a dick you're not gonna win that fight sorry um <laughs> anyway that's where i'm at uh, come holler at me man and uh, listen to my show tell your friends about it um i'm doing movie podcasts now but i haven't released any of those are coming soon elaborate uh i'm doing movie reviews uh okay. from a conspiratorial mind old um, movies new movies comedies uh, horrors well i'm doing one and and we've i've already talked to the guys and i think we're gonna merge into one uh one show but with Andy from um, the Deep, Deep Share, yeah. I'm doing a show called Conspiracy Theater, and we're doing John Carpenter films, um, starting with the starting with um, Escape from New York, okay, and we're going to end with They Live. Dumb. We're doing a yeah, we're doing a four series uh, review on John Carpenter, and then I'm doing one with uh, Drew Messen from Missing the Point. And uh, we're doing Jim Carrey right now. We started off with, of course, The Truman Show. Um, and then we just did a double header of The Mask and Me, Myself, and Art. You ought to go back to In Living Color with Jim Carrey and see if there's any kind about of... it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. that's going to be on your feed or is this an entirely it's new gonna, feed? It's going to be on my feed for now. Um, okay. And then I'm going to break it. One, I think once I, we drop both uh, groups of shows... Cool. And we're just going to merge into one show and it's going to be the three of us kind of doing movie reviews and TV show reviews kind of right. diving into Operation Mockingbird pretty much but doing it from like a fan's point of view that just can see the nonsense because I still enjoy these movies like I get to watch old movies that, yeah. I, that I've loved forever Fuck yeah. so anyway that's me come at me awesome yeah, brother. Always a pleasure, man. And uh, absolutely, pleasure's all here, buddy. Let's talk again soon, man. We'll see you.